Merry Christmas, you filthy animal. Hmm, that's weird. That's weird. Kind of weary me out. You are a sad, strange little man. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's just crazy. Isn't that weird? That's weird, man. It's strange. What up, you Christmas campers? It is your hat-wearing, carrot-nose-having, coal-eyes-having, Alex this Alex Snowman. That oh, was bad. Alex Snowman. This is... Alex uh, Tobin. Alex this Snowman. is your little wooden train, bicycle-building, um, top-spinning... Do you rap Elf man. Do you rap? David Stokes. Oh, I'm so bad at rapping presents. It's 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 gotten to the point that it's like a it's like an ongoing joke that I basically put the gift and I just crumple the the paper around and I just <laughs> tape it in circles. You only wrap spherical things? No, that's what makes it even better. <laughs> if it's if it's bigger than like a shoebox, I'm pretty screwed. Well, I, I was mainly asking not if you wrap presents, but if you, David the Elf. Like, do elves wrap presents? I feel like that's a part of the department, but I feel like there's the builders and there's the wrappers. Yeah. Don't you think? Yeah. Do you think they have all chains on and stuff like Little that? Little chains, yeah. Do you think they only listen to, like, hip-hop in that's that room? That's really funny. It'd be good. It's that's cute. Really, that's it's adorable. Cute. That would be... Any, anybody want to make a Christmas movie out there? That would be a really cute scene. And these are the builders, these are the rappers, and they're all just or, listening to hip-hop. Or, no, hold on. How about this? They have the real rapping center, but there's one elf that doesn't feel like he belongs because he wants to be a freestyle rap battle god. And so the movie is about him finding himself in the streets of Harlem. I like that. And, like, like he... he, he, Trademark it. Can't take that. He's like Eminem in 8 Mile where, like, he he always brings up his height. And he's like, I am short. I am a fucking elf. I do live with a toy up on my shelf. There you go. Right? Yeah, and he's got a little candy cane mic. <laughs> I think we're onto something. It's called... DreamWorks, get at us. It's called... How far is the North Pole? Are you asking? It's called That Many Miles. Oh, I see. Instead of 8 Mile? Instead of 8 Mile. Okay. Even though I know that's a street. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. No. Okay, yeah, I like that. It's cute. Yeah. It's so cute. It's fun. But we're going to, um, we also want to talk about our past uh, Christmas experiences, or at least I want to. I want to bring yeah, up some. Sure. Um, my Christmases, I mean, I think we all have very similar Christmases in a, in a sense. I, I don't think, I think people like to hide the fact that like their Christmases are perfect. Some Christmases are perfect, but like there's always mm. some like dysfunction when you get like some of your relatives together and somebody says something and they're like, that was weird and racist. What was that? And you know what I mean? And, like, yeah, I feel like all my bad stories revolve around pets. Well, I also wanted to talk about, I don't know what that's going to be about, but let me tell you this really quick. Um, I remember this wasn't like a bad a bad day or anything, but I was about like eight years old and I remember the movie Stuart Little had just come out. Mm. Great movie. Yeah. Do you remember the end credit song for that movie? No. It was Mambo Number no. Five oh, by God. Lou Bega. Lou Bega. Yeah. And the other one, it that's the one that goes bah, bah, bah. a little bit of candy all the time. Yeah, if you guys don't know. Over and over again. And then also Hit Me Baby One More Time by Britney Spears had come out. Those are big radio hits. Yeah, big time. And um, I remember on Christmas morning, I was unwrapping presents from Santa, Santa Claus, and I opened two presents. One was the Britney Spears CD, you know, the one on the cover where, like, she's kind of, like, sitting on the ground, like, with her knees, like, kind of touching. She's Very like, innocent. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it was that one. And then the other one was a Lou Bega CD. Yeah, I had that. I had the Lou Bega You had the sure. Lou Bega CD? I might have had it on cassette tape, but, yeah, I definitely I could had not, Lou Bega. I could not name you one other Lou Bega song. But... Uh, I know I, there, was, there was one other cut on that album. <laughs> there was one other good song on there, but I can't remember what it was called. Before we fall down a bagel hole, yeah. um, <laughs> a bagel hole, no, but um, basically I remember opening both of those and then looking at them and mom goes, you like those, you like those because you like those songs, those, those songs on the radio. Mm-hmm. And I looked at her with like the most genuine look and I said, mom, I think Santa got the wrong address. <laughs> And my mom just, like, she's a really good sport about it. She's, oh, but she, she died laughing. She thought it was the funniest thing ever. And I was, like, so genuine. Like, I actually s- still believed at that time, and I still do. But, yeah, it was. And then the other time I also wanted to bring up is the fact that one Christmas I thought it would be funny if I got my brother, like, a gift card because like, he didn't know what he wanted, and I got him a gift card because we yeah. both agreed upon it. But I got him a, I was like, let's have, like, a funny thing. I want to do something kind of funny. So I went outside and... 
and there was like like dog poo on the lawn and I like put it in a baggie and then I put it in a box and then I put a bunch of rocks in the box oh, to yeah. try to throw them off. Yeah. And he, <laughs> he opened the box and the, the shit wasn't exposed to the air or anything. It was in a Ziploc baggie. That's what I picked it up with. And my brother opens it and he goes, there's rocks. He feels it. And he goes, there's rocks in here. And I'm like, oh, open it. And he opens it. And he's like, hey, there's rocks. And he's like, what's this? And he like looks inside and he goes, is that dog poo? And my dad goes, you brought fucking shit into the house. <laughs> I was old enough. I was like, I was like 15 at the time. And my, he was like uh, mad. He was like, it sounds like it wasn't the first time this happened. You <laughs> should have said shit in the house again. <laughs> And better not be human shit this time. <laughs> and um, so he was not a fan. Yeah. And I, I said, Dad, it's in a bag. And he goes, I don't care. Go put that. Go throw that away. What? what go? And he goes, Go throw that outside. You do not put that inside. Yeah. It wasn't even our dog. We don't own a dog. Yeah, exactly. You don't so, know where that poop came from. So technically, I was doing the neighborhood a favor by picking up yeah. the shit. Pick Someone up your else shit, left. People. Yeah. Pick up your own shit. Yeah. Um. Oh, by the way, I did look it up and. Lou Bega's second most listened to song on uh, Spotify is... It's a Disney version of Mambo Number no. 5. No, oh. uh, but Mambo Number no. 5 did come in at number 4 again. So two out of five are oh. Mambo Number no. 5. That's how you know you have a one-hit winner when your yeah. top five on Spotify are like that one, the remix to that one, yeah. and explicit version and a clean version. It's like, Jesus. But yeah, so his second most listened to song is I Got a Girl. I don't know that one. I kind of vaguely remember it, but I'm not enough to like call it back. Yeah. Well, um. I'll, but I also want to point out that the 13th track on his album, uh, a little bit of Mambo, is also called Mambo Mambo. So maybe it's just like Mambo Number no. Five being played um, twice. with a slight delay, so it's you just get a lot of Mambo going. <laughs> it's, it's it's Mambo Number no. Five with a round where it's like it's like. Row, row, row your boat. Row, you know, in the next Yeah, person. that's what I'm saying. There's a little bit of a delay, yeah. maybe, and it just keeps going. So it's like... Bam, 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 that was bam. 1999, by the way. Okay. Okay. So, yeah. Man. Lou, brings, where brings are you at, buddy? Back. His, yeah, he came out with a... Um, when CDs were still hot. Looks like he came out with an album in 2013 called <gasps> Free Again. Was he in prison for all those years? <laughs> track number four. No, track number three is titled I was Mo- in- <laughs> Mommy is Hot. Oh, my God. But is it spelled M-A-M-I? Nope. M-O-M-M-Y? Yeah. Ooh. It's hot. Okay. Actually, that's worth a listen. For some reason, when I think of when I think of um, Lou Bega, I picture Santana. Yeah. I don't he know He doesn't why. have hair. Um, and then... <laughs> Song song number thirteen on this album is also called called uh, Josephine's Jeans. <laughs> you guys, you guys have homework right now. Yeah, you gotta listen up to Free Again by Lou Bega. We need to bring Lou Bega back. Here's a great White Elephant gift. Go buy Lou Bega's newest album. Actually, you know, White Elephant might have passed. I, I don't know when we're releasing this. Is this before Christmas? I don't know. It, it's probably. I think gonna... we'll we'll put this one on on Christmas Day. Okay. Why not? They have the power. Then you fucked up, okay? You should have bought Lou Bega's new CD, okay? Yeah, it's too late. So Maybe a New Year's gift by now. He also has a song called A Man Is Not A Woman. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he made that mistake too many times. I also would like to point out real quick before we get off this uh, Lou Bega train is that the album is called Free Again, but there's not a song titled Free Again, which I always feel like is a very, like... I feel like that's not a move that someone like Lou Bega would pull. Like, you're going to name the album after your big hit. That's true, but I like it when it's not named after a song. I do, but I don't understand. I understand when it's like, you know, a good artist. Not to say say that Lou Bega is a bad artist. Well, I'm just saying, like, at at this point, you really need to push that single. So you're going to name your album that single. So if the single gets big, you're tricking people into looking at the album. Yeah. You know, you type in free again. Oh, I got the album. I'll check out the album. He probably released the single on a single one that came with, like, eight different versions of the single. And then he couldn't name the album after that because the single album was already named after it. Mm. Classic. Yeah, you, you know, Lou Bega's not creative enough where... I mean, the <laughs> la- he named a song Mambo Mambo and another song Mambo Number no. 5, and the album is called what? Mambo Number no. 5? No, the that album... Hold on one second. The, that album Do I need was called A Little Bit of Mambo, when I feel like there's a lot of Mambo going on. Jesus Christ, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. You would have think you would have repeat names, yeah. you know, so... He also has a song called 1 Plus 1 Equals 2. Shut the fuck up. Do you have a song called A Daddy Is Not A Mommy? 
He does have the most expensive girl in the world. I have to go and do a deep listen on this now. Yeah. Okay. But, holy shit. He also has, can I tickle tickle you? Do you, shut the fuck up. That's, those are really bad. Those are really bad. Um, uh, what does tickle mean? Tickle. Eh, maybe it's, it's T-I-C-O. I think Tico Tico. Oh, he has a cafe too. Lose, lose cafe. Okay, do you have I'm any closing? Co- I'm is, closing. Is I'm your... closing Spotify. I'm not looking at more any more. But do you have any good Christmas? Uh, oh memories, yeah. You know. Um, what think... about animals? You said you abuse yeah. animals. <laughs> Shit. These two stories could possibly wind up being considered animal abuse in oh, a way. Oh no. Um, I think it was probably like two or three years ago. My sister loves building uh, gingerbread houses, and so we all built gingerbread houses. So there's. Hell, I think there might have been maybe six or seven, you know, family plus other people. And uh, and we had them up on the table, and we thought they were out of uh, reach. But the They the, never are. The two labs found a way to knock down and eat all seven gingerbread house cookies. <laughs> oh, my God. And there, was like, and there was, like, a bunch of candy and frosting all over them already? Yeah. And, like, the fake, like, frosting that's actually just glue. And, like, chocolate. Is there chocolate on it? Probably. Oh, what happened to the dogs? I think they just had real bad poops for a while, but they, they, didn't, they didn't kill them. They didn't bring them to, like, the vet or anything? I think we did, and they were fine. Oh, they okay. just Labs will be labs. Um, and yeah. also another good one about one of our our labs, uh, Dexter, the anxiety-crippling oh, no. dog who, like, Poor can't guy. handle anything. Um, someone gave him one of those, like, huge dog bones, and it was from, like, a butcher shop. Like, it was, like, you I know. I know which ones are. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it gave him like the definition of explosive diarrhea like as if he was uh, having like a colonoscopy the next day like i've heard of that happening and uh so he sleeps in a little crate like a wooden crate in our room um wooden crate it's really fancy i don't know some pottery barn was, he bullshit. Sto- was he a stowaway on a ship At the, probably <laughs> but so yeah that's where he like sleeps and i guess he just like filled it to the brim no <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm coughing too, but that is disgusting. <laughs> yeah, he was he he was poor a half guy. chocolate lab after that. Oh, poor guy. He used he was a he was a chocolate dipped strawberries. <laughs> oh, poor guy. Yeah. So they they usually don't have good Christmases. So you uh yeah yeah. <laughs> just drink. Just go hide in the bathroom. Go take a couple of shots. You know. Yeah. Try to dodge the weird uncles or aunts that you have and uh, stick with the cool cousins. You know. You know how it goes. Yeah, all my cousins are cool. That's cool. That's nice. One of my cousins just got engaged. Oh, congrats, cousin. I don't think you listed, but congratulations, Darren. Good job, Darren. You did it, bud. You afforded a ring. You finally did it. So, um, I guess in the, in the, in the, what's the word I'm looking for? In the the holiday spirit? Yeah. Oh, that's a perfect one. The continuing theme, um... I'm going to, we're, I think both of our stories are going to be Christmas related. A little holiday spirit. Mine's a little less Christmas related, I think, than David's, but it's still very um, in the realm, I guess you could say. Okay, it's in the ballpark. <laughs> yeah, you can ballpark it. So um, I guess, yeah, let's just get into these stories. Today I will be discussing uh, people dying. That is not very Christmas related, but these people died in a certain place that is very christmas related too much christmas spirit no it's not the north pole oh. no it's not a toy store is it a big big giant bag of toys it's not in a big giant bag of toys did it get run over by a reindeer no it is in a chimney oh so um i'll jump into this and i'll give you a little brief uh background but uh, although people dying in chimneys is fairly rare in the modern age these deaths were once commonplace throughout the 1800s chimneys were almost exclusively swept by young men and even small boys because they could fit inside yep. it was not uncommon for young boys to get trapped in particularly narrow chimneys often leading to their death in one example a young boy became trapped when others called to him he simply said this is so sad he simply said i cannot come up master i must die here <laughs> His prediction came. <laughs> his his very morbid. He's that's a very not not emotional kid because I would have yeah. been losing it. His, he's a, he sounds almost excited about it. <laughs> yeah, it's. I mean, I made him sound excited about it. But he's, I must die here. So his prediction did come true because he was not rescued in time. Um, it is also it is also worth noting that the term "stuck" may actually come with chimney sweeps who got trapped and died. The term for "stuck." Did not really appear in the context of becoming uh, 
did not really appear in the context of becoming wedged in a place until 1885 after chimney sweeps had already used it. So they believe that's where the actual term came from. Like, I'm stuck. It's a little kid that couldn't uh, couldn't pronounce uh, fuck. <laughs> I'm <laughs> fucked. I must die here. What did you say? Uh, he... You say you're stuck? <laughs> he's like, no. Please help kill me. He keeps uh, saying he's stuck. I don't know what that means. What is this word? No. So, so now most people would think that if you yelled long enough that someone would come and like tear open the chimney brick by brick until you're saved. Yeah, it would take some time, but you wouldn't die. You know what I mean? Yeah, but the cost of, you know, taking apart a chimney compared <laughs> yeah, to a cost. small child. <laughs> yeah. He's like, Bill, Bill, we're not taking apart the chimney. You got stuck last week. We rebuilt the chimney. You're fucking dying, okay? Because we can't afford it. It'll cost me $5. You're dying, boy. <laughs> $5 is like a million dollars back then. Yeah, probably. Did you know that? That'd be sick. So, um, but the problem was is not not taking apart the chimney due to cost or or even time the problem was that when people go into chimneys they go in trying to become as narrow as possible meaning that they usually put their arms above their head pinching their chest right against the stone like they're going in like a um like uh what do you what would you call it? like a pencil dive you know they're, yeah, yeah, they're yeah, making yeah, a yeah. point with their hands and they're going in feet first for the most part yeah so that means when with every exhale you fall deeper into the hole and then you can't expand your chest back out. Yeah. Uh, and people usually die from a thing called positional asphyxiation. Like uh, you did, you did the, 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 the guy that was uh, the, spelunking. Yeah, in the cave. Yeah. <clears throat> it's the same thing. <clears throat> yeah. So um, that's how most people end up dying in these. You know, you could go in in different ways. Like some people try to go yeah. like, uh, I don't know. <laughs> it's usually legs first, but I, I, I'm going to read you some of... So you're, uh, you're going to go ahead and say most people die from getting stuck, not just falling straight through and landing. <laughs> well, no, most people die from suffocation, yeah. not like starvation. I mean, there are, there will be some stories in here where people, we don't technically know how they died because okay. they've been, they were Ooh, missing for mystery. so long. Oof. So uh, let's get into it. Right. So um, here's the first story. Uh, story i I call this skull on the bank (laughs) so calvin wilson went missing uh from jackson mississippi in 1985 while he was walking home from his uh local job at the oil field uh his family searched for him but he was nowhere to be found and a year later police officers found a skull on the banks of the mississippi this was assumed to be wilson's even though it was never confirmed and the family never had a memorial service the case, however, was not quite closed because 15 years later in Natchez, Natchez, Mississippi, Masons repairing a building came across human remains in a chimney. DNA evidence later revealed that the body uh, was that of Calvin Wilson's. Police changed their original theory and began to, uh, to look into what happened to Wilson at the location, and they eventually concluded that he tried to rob a gift shop and became stuck in the chimney. So we're not just talking about chimney sweepers. We're talking about thieves. That's what I'm saying. A okay. lot, a lot of these people who end up uh, dying sense. in chimneys are are people who are trying to steal from the place. Yeah, they can a lock on the chimney. Yeah, it's either, it's usually either adult adult criminals or children who are curious. <laughs> yeah, what's so funny? I can't say adult criminal or child criminals. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know what these children's intentions are. It's true. But um, here is another one that is actually more localized. It's actually from Hollywood. We're in Hollywood now. We're mm-hmm. Hollywood kids. Okay. So, and it's also having to do with a PCP. Mm. Angel dust. We got good shit out here. Yeah, apparently. I'd, I've never seen it, but <laughs> it, PCP kind of seems like a mythical drug. Like I've yeah. never, I don't know anyone who's like ever seen PCP or have done PCP. I don't know what it looks like. No, me neither. I just, I was just here like, oh, you take PCP, you could lift up a car. Everyone always says that. That's yeah. like, or like break out of handcuffs. And honestly, it just makes me want to take PCP. <laughs> My car has been uh, not parallel parking as I good as I wanted to. I wish yeah. I could just, you know, just like take just take, a, take a little bump or something and boom. move your car. Boom. Throw the bumper right into the against the curb. Just a little one. You'll be getting like a few days. If you live in like San Francisco, if you live like you in know. any downtown area, a lot I of I got to get my spots. Ford F150 into that spot. Yeah. Or just like bring it with you. Pick up the car, you yeah. know, walk into the office. Yeah. Like people do it with their bikes, yeah. do it with the car. So, sometimes uh police really have no idea why someone climbs into a chimney in the first place. 
and in 1978, a resident of Hollywood Hills in Los Angeles started to notice an odd odor. That is a common theme. Yeah. An odd odor. He noticed, is that a good sign? Yeah. He noticed an odd odor in his home coming from the fireplace and decided to hire a chimney sweep. I didn't know they still existed, to tell you the truth, especially in Los Angeles where it's so damn hot all the time. I feel like no one starts a fire. Yeah. Uh, um. When the sweep checked the chimney, he found a rotting corpse wedged in the opening. He's awesome. like, you got to clean this more often. <laughs> um, police later removed the body, but no one was sure if the case was attempted robbery or something else. They also had no idea how long the body was there, and police speculated that the man had gotten high on angel dust, PCP, and climbed in before getting stuck. Angel, so angel dust is PCP? Yes. So that's probably in a dust, dust form. What? We were saying we didn't know what it looked like, so if it's oh. angel dust, it must come in like a dust form. Yeah, I'm guessing. <clears throat> um, have you seen the movie with Denzel Washington called, oh my god, Ethan Hawke, Training Day? Yeah, but it was a long time ago. Do you remember when he gives him the blunt to hit, and he's like the he's like the bad cop, and Ethan Hawke's the rookie cop, and he, yeah. and he hands him. I'm not going to say verbatim, because he says a lot of shit in that movie, but he's like... Hey, take a hit of this. And Ethan Hawk's like, no. And he's like, yeah, take this. And he smokes it. And he goes, I didn't know you liked to get wet. And he's like, Ethan Hawk's like, what? And he's like, yeah, you smoke Angel does PCP. So he laced the blunt with like yeah. PCP. So I guess it is powder form, right? Yeah. So Just sprinkle it on there. It was in LA at one time. I mean, because that movie takes place in LA. So okay. maybe it was super big in 1978 to whenever that movie came out. Yeah, possibility. <laughs> Might have fell off now. This one I call Two in the Chimney. I always have these fun little names for them. That you know? is fun. I'm making... You put a lot more effort into this than I do. Well, no. It's just like... <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, this one says, It is not clear how William Hiddle and Harriet Virtue died in 1928. So, this is a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Um, in Ballarat, Australia. But their bodies were not found in a chimney. The little girl was only nine... Wait, what? <laughs> oh, oh, I'm sorry. They were both found in a chimney. I said, it looked like not to me. They were both found in a chimney. Why did I say that? Sorry, guys. The little girl was only nine and had been uh, very friendly with this 19-year-old boy, Hiddle. Yeah, I know what you're all thinking. Stop there, okay? They were just friends. The two had gone for a walk and never returned. Four months later, Hiddle's father noticed a strong smell coming from the chimney in the family home. Surprise, surprise. I mean, I bet that kid got so much shit. There was like that kid. Oh, yeah. That kid killed that girl, or she, or she, he kidnapped her, or yeah. they ran away together. And oh yeah, so, they probably painted him like he's a villain. Yeah, exactly. Which he might actually. Yeah, maybe. Well, let's finish the story real okay. quick. Um, upon investigating with a friend, he discovered both the bodies were in the chimney. Uh, how Hiddle and Virtue died, however, has never been fully uncovered. Police theorize that Hiddle may have gotten the girl into the small crawl space attached to the chimney and then poisoned her and possibly himself. Apparently, the girl's father had been very abusive and was serving a one-year sentence for crimes against his own daughter. So it is possible Hiddle poisoned Virtue uh, to spare her for, from more pain, which is really sad. Yeah, well, that's why he just run away. I don't know. I think, like... There's better options, man. I don't know. Kids, like... It's kind of like romanticized i don't know it's it's not good but it's also 1928 so it's damn like, kids reading uh romeo and juliet that was out in 1928 so yeah maybe yeah. you know but uh i don't even know what they it's all speculation too i mean yeah you know it's i don't even think in 1928 they were testing blood or anything like that to see what was they could just open up a they're stomach. just tasting it yeah <laughs> they just cut some back in back in the day of like they just like cut somebody open and if there was, like, a rock in there, he's like, he died of choking on a rock. Yeah. And then, like, if there's, like, liquid. Rocks it, all the time. If there's, like, liquid. It has to be, like, something solid. It can't just be, like, liquid. He's like, it, if it's not green liquid. It's it, milk. Every green liquid is poison. He's like, he drank poison. Yeah. You know, but other than that, he's it's just, just like. It's like a green smoothie. He's like, I think he died from me cutting him open. <laughs> he's like, no, no, he's already he dead. He screamed a lot. <laughs> I was like, stop. I'm trying to find the poison. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, it, I feel like it has to be something, like tangible in there for them to be like oh yeah there's a bullet in him yeah he got shot you know yeah maybe he had a little vial on him yeah <laughs> i'm really talking shit about early doctors and coroners but what are they gonna do about it <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna cut you open <laughs> so 
So um, I call this one, this next one, I have uh, I have two more. So this okay. next one is called <laughs> Burned in a Chimney. <laughs> I wonder how this one ends. <laughs> so, so this one was actually Santa Claus, okay? Oh, okay. Is that why I stopped getting presents a few years ago? It's because you've been right. <laughs> <laughs> That's such a weird. I don't like that word at naughty. all. We, I think we as people have ruined that word naughty. You know, what I mean? like be naughty or nice. And now everyone's like, you naughty, and you're ooh, like, ooh. you naughty. No one's like, ooh, you nice. <laughs> ooh, like, you nice. We, we sexualize naughty too much, and I don't know if it yeah. would, used to be like that back in the day, but <clears throat> yeah, you know, I hope so. Oh, it all starts too. somewhere. <laughs> me too. So. um Burned in a chimney. <laughs> in 2015, in Huron, Huron, California, a homeowner came home after a long day of work and decided to light a fire, which, you know, normal. The fire had only been lit a few minutes before he heard shouting coming from the chimney. A burglar had climbed into the chimney that Friday, but had gotten stuck part way down. Realizing something was terribly wrong, because your chimney usually doesn't scream that much. <laughs> little bit but um yeah realizing something was really wrong the homeowner rushed uh, to put out the fire filling the room up with smoke and the chimney yeah because it's blocked yeah so oh yeah it, yeah i mean he's probably still got some smoke up in uh in between his chest and uh you know but yeah. um he called the police and the fire department rushed to the scene <clears throat> and they tried to dismantle the fireplace like we said you know in time yeah. And the burglar was even reportedly responsive when they arrived, but it was still too late, and he died before they could pull him out. So usually it's just like you can't breathe. You slowly pass out, I think. Yeah. Um, he wasn't really burned, but, I mean, there's two minutes of – a little toasty. Of, uh, yeah, he had a – Light toast. Yeah, hot feet. <laughs> he had hot feet. Yeah. So uh, probably probably a shitty way to die of claustrophobia and – Half your body being burned. Yeah, that doesn't sound fun. So, oh, another really fun fact today. Um, I mentioned that my stories were going to be about chimneys today. And one of my friends from work, Melissa, shout out Melissa, if you're listening. She's a, she's a, she loves the podcast, active listener. Big listener, listener, huh? Big listener. She's great. And uh, she's always talking to me about witches and ghosts and all that stuff. I like it. It's really fun. And she told me, she's like, oh my God, when I was, I don't know if she was younger or if it was like, I don't know if she was like really little or it was like a teenager, but she said that when she was growing up, they had a Christmas and everyone was singing Christmas carols. Everyone was hanging out, having a good time, and they had a fire going. And then all of a sudden, she said she heard, and she made this noise. And so she was like, <laughs> it was like fucking crazy, she said. And she's like, and she didn't even say like a high pitch noise. She made the noise, and it was so good. And apparently, family raccoons? No, a squirrel had fallen down the chimney yeah. into the fire and they had to put up the gate because if they they couldn't let the on fire squirrel out yeah because it so, set everything else on fire exactly so they're just sitting there like watching the squirrel <laughs> harry crimbus like oh my god and she's like she's like he died really quick and then <laughs> we literally just like shoveled out a little charred corpse of a of a of a squirrel and yeah. then and apparently her dad flows and i kept saying squirrels roasting on an open fire and i was like oh my god and i was like your dad sounds like a fun time you yeah know? so uh, i did appreciate that story i thought that was crazy yeah and very strange so thank you melissa i had to throw that one in there you Yikes. gave me a, give me another little hometown hit so this last one is about a 14 year old boy named robert thompson i thought this was pretty interesting um there are a few cases where it's uncertain whether a person died in a chimney or if they are put there after their death. The case of 14-year-old Robert Thompson falls into that category. When he went missing in 1977, he was originally assumed to be a runaway. However, in 2005, an 11-year-old discovered his remains in the chimney of an abandoned building in South Los Angeles. She had climbed on the roof to retrieve a soccer ball. Good kicker, you know, that's a... You know, get on the roof. It's yeah. pretty good. Wow. You know, 11 years old. Or she's really bad. Or Yeah, super bad. <laughs> um, <laughs> and upon peeking into the chimney, have you ever peeked into a chimney on top of a roof? Yeah, I think so. I think I have too, but usually now they have like the, the guards where like yeah. I think they're a little bit more wary about people falling into them. And yeah, it makes sense. Why not? Yeah, so they always usually have those, but I used to like try to like, if I was on a roof, I'm like, oh, let go of the chimney. You'd always poop in them? 
I've never pooped in it, but hold out your stocking, kids. So um, after she peeked into the chimney, she saw a skull, which oh. is good thing to see. It's kind of like something that you're like, oh, that'd be cool if that was down there. And then you see it and you're like, this isn't cool anymore. Yeah. You know, the fun's gone. Yeah. It's like, ooh, it's, it's like the Goonies. And then you're like, yeah. I, fuck, no, fuck that. <laughs> they almost got murdered multiple times. Yeah. So she saw a skull and later DNA test confirmed the body was Thompson. Uh, it had been over two decades since he's gone. He had gone missing, and the family members had written books about the case, blaming police for not taking his disappearance more seriously. Police initially ruled he'd become stuck in that chimney and died there, but that wasn't the end of the story. The cause of death is still uncertain, but some investigators, family members, and amateur sleuths have theorized murder. They they have even uh, there have even been suggestions that convicted child rapist uh, Theodore Theodoric Smith I don't know who that is Theodoric Smith and yeah, maybe we'll have to cover him or something um, they thought that he may be the culprit uh, but so far no arrests have been made because over two decades it's really really hard to like yeah he's just bones like unless unless there's knife marks on the bones yeah then he's he's, he's just bones now. <laughs> So he's just bones. He's big bones. He's just a bone boy. Do you think a big bird of prey picked him up and then dropped him in there? Oh, you know those California condors. The the the, the stork was like, I thought he was a baby. <laughs> I went to go small. They drop babies uh, in like cartoons. They the stork flies overhead yeah. and drops a baby in a chimney. That's not a good idea. Fucked up. But the babies are actually maybe the only ones I can fit the chimney. That's true. But um. So, like I said, so far no arrests have been made in uh, relation to the discovery, but Thompson family members continue the search for answers. And here is the kicker I will end this with. What day did he go missing? <gasps> Christmas Eve. Oh, my. So do you think that maybe he was trying to do, like, a Santa Claus thing? A little routine? See, this is the problem with fairy tales, okay? You really – you you set out this 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 unrealistic standard of, of people – Sliding underneath cracks of doors, uh, going through chimneys, eating 50, 55 million cookies in one night. And 84 billion gallons of milk. That's how you die. You set unrealistic expectations. Kids go try this stuff, try to eat 55 million cookies and try to get around the world in one night. Can't even do that in a lifetime. Can't do it, you know? So just be wary of what you read your kids, yeah. okay? Harry Potter is full of witches, okay? Yeah, that's the devil's work. Yeah, I, if anybody wants to come to my house this Christmas, I'm going to have a Harry Potter book burning. Ooh, that'll be beautiful at night. I mean, it's going to be in my chimney. Oh. <laughs> Hopefully no wizards are up there screaming in my chimney. I feel like there's a part where a wizard goes down a chimney in those movies. Uh, Probably. I mean, I know that they, walk, safe bet. they walk up to brick walls and they move. And yeah. I like the movies. I haven't read the books. I'm sorry, guys. I know a lot of Harry Potter fans are like, I don't think I've ever read a book. Grab, that's true. A lot of Harry Potter, Potter, Harry Potter, Potter, Potter pans are are the persons to peoples, you know. Yeah, we know what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah. So uh, I'm sorry I didn't read the books, but the movies were good. I liked them. Uh, but yeah, you can that's... almost call those Christmas movies. There's like the snowy scenes in oh, the giant they, hall. I think like every single one because it's supposed to take over, you know, semester Winter break or so. And stuff, yeah. yeah. So they always and have. Harry's got nowhere to go. <laughs> He just has to hang out with Dumbledore. Do you want to go back to your fat family, Harry? <laughs> no, I'll have to sleep underneath the stairs. <laughs> what's what's the fat brother's name? The fat cousin's name? Oh, Quid, Quigley. No, that's the talking dog movie with Gary Busey. Swiggly. It's something like that. No, it's it's a real name. His Are you name Googling is it? Fat Cousin. <laughs> fat Cousin and. Harry, oh, it came up. They know who I'm talking about. His name is Fat Suit. No. <laughs> <laughs> who is Harry's cousin? Who is Harry's cousin? Oh, D- Dudley. Dudley. I was close with Quigley. <laughs> yeah, you got part of it. They're like, Dudley, Dudley. He he keeps shoving food underneath the door, but he's already chewed it. I don't it's know. just chicken bones. Yeah, so Dudley, piece of shit. Yeah, fuck you, Dudley. No. He's, he's I hope that Dementor fucked you up good. <laughs> actor, but... Because, um, yeah, like I said, all these good actors, like Joffrey Baratheon, yeah. you know, if you're... You know he quit acting. Yeah, but if you're a good actor and you're a villain and people hate you, that means you're a good actor. Yep. So, yeah. 
Shout out to he's probably listening. So oh, definitely. Yeah, Dudley. What's up, Jack? Oh, Dudley. Yeah, or Jackie Gleason. Jack Gleason. Jack Gleason. Yeah, not the okay. Anyway, let's move on to the next one. All right, before we get more into Fat Cousins. Well, you know what they say: you can't do a creepy story episode about the holidays without Big Daddy Krampus. Is he? Is he a fat cousin? He could. I mean, he he might be like someone's fat cousin. Maybe. Everybody's got that. No, Santa's the fat cousin of Krampus. True, true. So in, a central Euro- in Central European folklore, they had a feller named Krampus. I've heard of him. Yes. Um, I know Krampus is a well-known character, but there's still some people who are unaware of his creepiness, and this is for those people. I know, like, I know, like, what his general idea is, but I don't know, like, details about him. I know they made a movie, and he's like a yeah. big dude. So, I mean, I'll get into Half it later. Horse or um, something. The issue with the research on Krampus is that, like, basically every, um, like, country has their own thing going. So I couldn't really, like, find, like, a solid, like, yeah. straight out, like, that's exactly what it, like, nothing's really written in That's stuff, what happens when you have folklore that, that, that's yeah. that old, you know? Yeah. So Krampus is a horned anthropomorphic, which means, like, you know, they stand on their hind legs, like, not on all fours. So it's like a human. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, he's half goat, half demon, who is covered in fur, usually brown or black, massive hooves, and an extremely long tongue that rolls out of his mouth and then reveals his giant fangs. Ooh, why do goats get such a bad rep? <clears throat> I feel like rep. there is a, there, I think there is a good, there's, I don't remember what it was, but they definitely have a connection with the, the devil. Mr. Satan. Satan, yeah, because I mean, I've seen many movies where they, uh, the they, witch. Yeah, yeah. Black, uh, Black Tom, what's his name? Little, little Goat? Yeah. They're like, Black Tom, he's he's a devil. That's a good movie. That's a good movie. But yeah, poor goats. And they sacrifice them so much, too. Yeah, that it's might all, be part of it. Yeah. They also sacrifice sheep a lot, but sheep are kind of seen as like more in like a good light. The innocent. Yeah. Maybe no, that's part of it. It's like kind of like the light and the dark. Like sheep are Santa Claus, goats are Krampus. Yeah. They're like close, but one's like seen as like there's like good. the Lamb of God and everything like Unless that. Unless you're a black sheep, yeah. then you're like an outsider. You know? Yeah, true. So, so uh, Cramp also had chains attached to his body to symbolize his connection to the devil. Well, Santa bought up all the bells, so you got to make a jingle jangle somewhere. Well, he he actually is sometimes uh, depicted with like a pole, like a stick that has bells on it that he like hits kids with. Oh, see, um, you don't want those kind of bells. Take yes. At that point, you're like, oh, Krampus, why don't you have bells? And he's like, I do want this stick. And they're like, take the bells off. Yeah. <laughs> so another part of the uh, the chains is also um, just for, because the fact he loves to thrash them around to make a, a dramatic effect. Kids love chains. What can you say? Um, he's a people pleaser. How are the chains? He's got love for the cinematics. Are, he does. He's a, he's a showman for sure. For sure. But uh, he wears the chains to represent the devil because, like, he's like chained. He's bound. Up. He's bound yeah. by the chains. He's held down, and oh, like okay. he like broke out. It shows that he's a kind of a wild beast. Yeah, know? yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, he's a nasty looking monster. He's from hell. Yeah, I think I don't. I never really said he was from hell. He's just associated with. Like, okay. He, he's a he's a person. He's a a thing of like the devil. I don't know if he ever like lived in hell. Yeah. But yeah. Okay. So um yeah he's the basically the opposite of Santa. Instead of Santa Claus, who gives gifts to the good boys and girls, Krampus will straight fuck up the kids on the naughty list. <laughs> um, naughty. So, yeah. It's a story. It's not a story of, See, like... he's ruining it. He has chains, and he's like, you're naughty. And you're like, God, mm-hmm. gross, Krampus. You're yeah. grossing me out, man. Yeah. So, it's not a story of, uh, you know, be a good boy, Tommy, and Santa will bring you a bike. It's a story of, be a good boy, Tommy, or Krampus will fuck your ass up, son. It's like positive reinforcement uh, or negative reinforcement. Yeah, you know? yeah. Some of those Eastern European places are a little more, a uh, little yeah. more dark and grim. They're not going to, you know, do the lighter side of. They things. cut off your fingers if you suck your thumbs too long. You exactly. Know? Yeah, I get it. Yeah, they and use they fear you, as a motivator, which is yeah, it works. They'll say if you suck <laughs> your thumb too long, you'll lose it, and you know, snip, snip. There goes your thumb. No more Game Boy for who, you. Who has no thumbs? This guy. Oh. oh can't do that. Man. This guy. I got what you're doing. You saw that. But so uh, where does Big Daddy Cramp come from? There's Hell. no, like I was saying, there's no cement answer uh, to his origins, but there's strong beliefs on where this all started. In 1958, a writer, Maurice Bruce, wrote, and these are quotes, There seems to be little doubt as to his true identity for, 
and in no other form is the full regalia of the horned god of the witches so well preserved. What? Yeah. What does that mean? It's basically just saying that, like, there's no true identity to him, but it's, like, a general, like, everybody has him kind of thing. It's like... Okay. um, The birch, apart from its phallic significance... (laughs) (laughs) See? He's like, you've been naughty. Yes. May have a connection with the initiation rite of certain witch covens. Oh, cool. Yeah. So, like, it's, like, kind of like a fraternity or sorority where... More fraternity where you're getting whipped with the stick to, to join? Yeah. Okay. Uh, rites which entailed binding and scourging as a form of mock death. Oh, so, like, enough pain to, f- like, feel like you're dying, but, like, you're not Yeah, really so he's dying. in, like, agony. It's like, you've reached death. Is scourging, is that it's branding? Like fire. Is yeah. that branding somebody? Kind of like that. Or just, like, putting them near fire or, like, over fire? I mean, there's fire involved. Yeah, there's definitely fire involved. This is going to hurt like a bitch. The chains could have been introduced in a Christian temp to, quote, bind the devil, but again, they could be a remnant of a pagan initiation rites. Okay. So that's just kind of breaking down all the weird shit that he's got going on with them and, like, maybe some of the connections that people like, could put. A b- build, build a folklore, you know? Yeah. Like, like where'd they come from? You yeah. Know? Okay. So uh, the Cramp Daddy has been a persistent figure in the Christmas time festivities for centuries, and by the 17th century, King Cramp Daddy was officially incorporated into the Christian winter celebrations, pairing him with Saint Nicholas like a yin yang kind of deal. Mm, so this is okay. So he was kind of like Santa was always there, and then they're like, "Hey, why don't we throw this guy in there just to like really solidify that these kids are going to be acting good?" Yeah, you can't, you know, I can't have God without the devil. That's so, true. You know. So, uh, but not everybody is a is a fan of uh, Daddy Cramp. Like the kids, like the naughty kids. Yeah, yeah. Well, not just that, but we'll get into it. Mm. I, for one, was caught very off guard in my first uh, Cramp Daddy sighting in the wild. Um, so I lived in Prague for a couple months. You saw Krampus. I saw Krampus because so I lived in Prague for a couple months, and it was during the holiday season. Mm-hmm. And uh, I remember enjoying the laws of being able to drink alcohol anywhere you really wanted to, like out on the streets. That's very Nazi behavior. And uh, that's when I came face to face with the giant goat monster on stilts running around on the cobblestone with a giant stick of bells and like a plant like whipping at people. And he saw me sipping my mold wine and he came running right over and gave me his business. He gave you a nice whap. He didn't thwap. He kind of, he never really actually, I don't think he actually like hit me, but like. What? It was kind of like one of those, like... You're telling me a performer at a at a local street fair is not allowed to just uh, blind the stick? Blind I mean, it is the Czech people. Republic, so who knows? Yeah. But yeah, no, they had this guy on a huge, like, he had stilts, and so he was super tall, and he had, like, this big furry thing, he had the big hooves. I also saw a Krampus at Universal Horror Nights. Yeah, so there was one there, too. Yeah. It was pretty similar to that, but, oh, like, yeah. I had never heard of Krampus at this time. Oh, so you're just like... I was like, what the fuck is the goat guy? And just, why is he doing this? Is he supposed to be happy? Yeah. I don't get it. <laughs> Am I supposed to be happy? Am I supposed to be sad? What's happening here? Why is it always cooler? Like, why is the bad stuff always cooler, though? Like, the, the it's evil naughty. things. It's like, yeah, maybe because, because it's naughty. Because Santa's, like, kind of not cool. But, He's like, a nerd. Krampus is like, oh, what's up? Like, yeah, what, you make toys, nerd? He's like, you want some chains? You want some chains? I drive a BMX bike. I got a sweet chain on my bike. I bet he's got a BMX bike. He does. Wicked bunny hops. Yep. In 1923, after an election in Austria, the Krampus tradition was prohibited by the Adolphus Regime. Reg- regime. 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 God damn it. Regining. Regime. Um, under the Fatherland's Front and the Christian Social Party. And in 1950, the government had distributed pamphlets. And I'm going to call it propaganda because it read in all capitals, Krampus is an evil man. Which... He's not a man. Isn't exactly false though, because he was supposed to be evil. That was like the whole, the whole point of him. But yeah, like, the, come on, they're fucking it up on two planes. They're like, he's yeah. not a man, and we know he's evil. That's why we made him. Yeah, come on. Um, so yeah, it wasn't really until more recent years that uh, Cramp Daddy Five Thousand started to uh, reemerge as an icon. It's kind of weird though, because it's kind of like he's basically the same thing as like the devil on like a very less harmful I festive mean, way he still probably kidnaps you and kills you it didn't like throw kids in a sack and like takes them off you yeah know? but like he depending but, on where you are but like the devil's obviously like top guy in that in that 
evil realm, but it's kind of bullshit because there's like that's basically the same thing as the devil, and they're like, no, no, no Krampus, and you're like, the yeah. purpose of Krampus is to like scare people and to set like, the balance. They're like, no, we'll keep the devil, but no Krampus. You right? need the balance. What the fuck? Yeah. So, uh, aside from being a giant goat man who occasionally carries branches to smack kids with, um, I think Cramp Daddy sounds like a sick person to party with. Um, because instead of that lame-ass milk and cookies leave for Santa, people offer schnapps to Krampus <gasps> during the event called Krampus Loaf. Krampus Loaf. Yes. That's my favorite to eat. Yes. He loves he loves the booze. Oh, wow. Okay. <clears throat> Pepper, peppermint schnapps, you said? No, it just it, any type. Any type. I think I think he prefers fruit schnapps, not like peppermint. But he likes like because like know. goats like to eat fruit and stuff. Yeah, sure, that makes sense. I don't know, it makes sense. That's a good right. connection. Um, wow. So yeah. Krampus likes to party. Yeah, and so it seems like every European country kind of has their own way of celebrating this naughty goat man. Um, but he's still a newer addition to the Northern America like areas, um, as he creeps his way into our pop culture, as in a 2015 movie. You know, did you ever see that one? I saw that movie. Yeah, starring uh, Adam Scott and your favorite uh, David Kochner. Kettner. Kettner. Mm-hmm. Kettner. Kettner. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a bad movie. It was a very bad movie. Yeah. It was. There were certain parts of that movie that were re- very fun. Oh yeah, real fun. Like the monster. The, the monsters were cool, but like the ending was so lame, and I was like, oh my god! Like, are you serious? Like, I feel Not like they killed people it. off willy nilly because they had like way too many people. Yeah. And even like the kills were not like that great. They just like pull somebody under the snow and you're like i want to see them get their head cut off but yeah. it was like PG-13 i'm watching this for the violence yeah i don't know it was, they, they tried krampus krampus looked really cool yeah they did a good job of the design yeah the, all the monsters are really cool looking yeah. but just go and knowing it's bad and you'll have a good time yeah so uh as king Kramp daddy 5000 becomes more involved in christmas spirit especially in america uh, you better keep your mouth clean and not talk shit on this naughty but sexy goat man, or else you might hear the stomping of hooves and the rattling of chains on your own roof. Oh, that's holidays. just my ex-wife. God damn it, Sharon. Will you just fucking leave him alone? <laughs> Got cloven hooves and smells of sulfur. <laughs> Stupid bitch. But, but uh, uh, yeah, that's that's all I got you for You got the kids last weekend! Sorry. Um, yeah, that's... He's... Uh, I, I won't talk shit on him. I mean, is it when you talk Sounds shit cool on him? Shit. It's kind of weird because it's actually very weird because Krampus almost has more of a or equal to a moral compass as Santa Claus. Yeah. I mean, they're basically the same thing except for one punishes you and like one like rewards you. I, well, that's the, the, the only bad part about Krampus is like St. Nicholas, you get kiffs, you get kiffs. You get kisses you get, in your mouth when you're you asleep. You get kisses, you get gifts if you're good, you get a lump of coal if you're bad. Krampus, you get nothing if you're good, mm-hmm. and you get kidnapped and eaten if you're bad. Yeah. It's really extreme on one of those ends, but it's just kind of bullshit. Like, he should have, you get, is there, are there good things that Krampus gives you too? Um, he'll let you live. Life is the best gift. What does Krampus, that's his grandpa. I mean, he might give you stuff. I don't. From what I mean, there it's it was kind of a hard thing to to research because it's in every culture has their own thing going for it. I just said I accidentally typed in what does grandpa give you if you're good. <laughs> I don't want to know. <laughs> I don't want to know. Please don't tell me. I don't think the listeners want to know either. Uh, I don't want to know. Okay. Oh my God, that's what grandpa gives you. Okay, I'm gonna exit out of that. Yeah. It's um. <laughs> on your search history. The FBI is coming for you. I'm just kidding. No. I couldn't. I couldn't find anything. But yeah, life. Life is. Life is good. I felt like you were trying to. You like you thought you knew of something. Do you know of something I don't know? No, but I, I just. I felt like he. He gave you like a strudel. <laughs> I feel like he left something, right? Might have. Maybe he just leaves your schnapps, and he's like, "You could. You could finish that." Yeah. You know, maybe. Maybe he parties with you. Gives you a disease off that schnapps. Or like it, maybe he leaves you like a bell. Yeah. Maybe that like a bell off of his uh off of his uh stick. Off Shit. his bell stick. Did I ever tell you this? What? Should have told this one in the beginning. My mom found this like super like old leathery like bell that was ripped off of something and she like <sighs> left on the deck once and I definitely thought Santa was real for way too long because of that. Oh, she did that in in to try to trick you or just yeah like to make it seem it. like that it was it was happening that's a cool move actually i would 
not I'm not, I wouldn't even be ashamed of that. That's like a really fun thing. It fucked me up real good. I like those families that do the uh the tiny little like footprint and they put like powdered sugar around or like you know like yeah. snow where it makes it look like it kind of doesn't make sense because literally it looks like they it, they stepped in the house and then it snowed around their foot and then they stepped in yeah. the house and it snowed around their foot unless yeah. it's like the snow's falling off of them it could be like a white walker situation where the snow follows santa true yeah true yeah i feel bad for his house his floors are always buckled probably Okay, and I think that does it for our Christmas episode of Camp Strange. We really do hope you're all having a Merry Christmas and uh, you had a Happy Hanukkah and whatever other holidays you celebrate. Maybe Kwanzaa. Some Kwanzaa, some Krampusness. Krampusnessness. Um, and yeah, we, we love it when you guys listen. We love that you guys love listening. We don't know if you love listening, but they do it as self punishment. We like that you listen. So um, go to campstrange.com for any hyperlinks to Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Follow us on Instagram. That's where we're most active. We post stuff all the time on there. Twitter, Facebook. I don't know. I just feel like they're. Twitter's still kicking, but Facebook's like dead, man. I don't know. Yeah. Fuck Facebook. Yeah. I, I mean, we still have it, so every time we post something, it just automatically goes to Facebook. Yeah, right? sometimes I don't post it on Facebook, but oh, okay. I just forget. But it's always on Instagram, so follow us on Instagram. That's the that's the good one. You, yeah, you could contact us. We don't really check the other two, so just contact us through Instagram if you want to or – you know, or or also send us more of your strange, spooky, weird, scary, funny stories that have happened to you to our uh, email at campstrangepodcast at gmail.com. Or it is also on, on our website under the contact link. Uh, we got merch if you want to buy merch for Christmas, whatever. Um, so, yeah, uh, any of that stuff you could find there. And uh, I think that wraps it up for today, you know? Yeah. David, do you have anything to say? No, just uh, happy holidays, folks. Love y'all. Yeah. All y'all. We hope, you, we hope you're having a, a for, good time. Except for David Ledwith, who um, don't love that guy because I think for about a month and a half we've tried to get him to be a guest on it, and he always has some, some piss-poor excuse. Because he's a coward. He's a big coward. Yeah, so if you see David Ledwith, most of you don't know who that is, but if you ever see him, call him a coward to if, his face. If you have his phone number, just text him the word coward. Tell he loves Krampus it. is coming with this stick to David over his and he's losing all the bells up in there. Yeah, he's going to lose a lot of bells. You're going to hear David coming from a mile away. Well, that was a merry way to end uh, that, yeah. uh, that episode. So, mm-hmm. like I said, like I say in all of them, don't forget to stay merry.